0: This week I take you through the importance of developing your own workflows and explain why these are crucial to staying focused on what's important to you. Hello and welcome to episode 167 of the Working With podcast, a podcast to answer all your questions about productivity, time management, self-development and goal planning. My name is Carl Pauline, and I am your host for this show. Now, over the last few weeks, I've been writing and recording videos on the importance of creating your own workflows. This was something I was working on during my end of year break. And this week, I'm answering a question on how to develop your own workflows using whatever tools you are using to help you with your work and manage your time. Now, before we get to the question and answer, I would like to encourage you to take my free COD Productivity Course. Now, for those of you who don't know, COD stands for Collect, Organise and Do, and it is the foundation of any good productivity system. You see, you need to be collecting every commitment, task and event somewhere you trust you will either act on it or remember it. You also need some time each day to organise all those inputs and make sure they are relevant and decide what needs to happen next and when. And finally, you need to maximise the time you spend doing the work each day. Now, this course is my foundational course and is completely free. If you have already taken it, I would recommend as we're at the start of the year, you retake the course as a refresher. And if you have not taken the course, then please do. It will help you to understand the basics and ensure that whatever system you do decide to use personally, You have a solid foundation. Now, full details, as usual, are in the show notes. Okay, it's time for me now to hand you over to the mystery podcast voice for this week's question. This week's question comes from Joseph. Joseph asks, Hi, Carl. I read your essay on workflow in last week's learning note and wondered if you could explain a bit more about how to set this up and more importantly what to do when you have a boss and clients who are contacting you every minute of the day. Hi Joseph, thank you so much for your question. Let's start with the philosophical thinking behind the concept of workflows. To become good at anything, you need two things, consistency and discipline. There are other factors such as developing skills and deliberate practice, and we do do that when we perform our work. But the essentials here are consistency, doing the same thing over and over again, And we need the discipline to make sure we perform those actions whether we are in the mood to do it or not. This is one reason why morning routines, when performed every day, work. They allow you to develop the right habits, give you the time each day to yourself and brings a little calm in what otherwise can be crazy, noisy lives. So what does creating your own workflows mean? Well, in their basic form, having a workflow for your day gives you structure to your day. Most of our productivity problems do not come from the volume of work we have to complete. Our productivity problems develop because we are not allocating sufficient time to the important things, and that often means we're not taking any time to establish what our core work really is. When you do not know what your core work is, you know, the work that you are actually paid to do, then you will find you are dragged off doing non-essential work that does little to move any of your essential important work forward. So before you go any further, ask yourself, what am I paid to do? You're not paid to respond to email, yet how much time do you spend in your email app each day? Now it could be you are paid to take care of your clients who generally communicate with you via email, but that still does not equal you are paid to check and respond to email all day. If you are, sit, if you are set in front of your inbox for large parts of the day, What that means is you're working reactively and not proactively. You would be better off investing some time anticipating your clients' needs and addressing those needs before they even cross your clients' minds. I remember back in the day when I worked with clients, I noticed my clients often picked up the phone or emailed on a Friday afternoons and Monday mornings. And the questions were always the same. What's happening with my case? Now at that time I was working with four or five corporate clients and so I produced a simple spreadsheet for each client with a list of all their cases and kept that sheet updated throughout the week. Then immediately after lunch on a Friday I emailed my clients the updated list detailing where all their cases were and when they were anticipated to complete as well as what information we were waiting for. This had the effect of reducing the number of calls I received on a Friday afternoon and Monday morning by over 80%. That's how you work proactively. Anticipate your customer and client needs and address them before they address you about them. Now, other things you can do is prepare a standard email. You email to all your new customers and clients outlining the procedures and timelines. This very often deals with most of the questions you will be getting. This works whether you are working in clinical trials, real estate, law or sales. Once you know what your core work is and where you need to be spending most of your working time each day, you can then develop a workflow that you follow each day. Now, my workflow has gone through a few iterations over the years, usually the name I give each part, but the basics have remained the same for a very long time. I have a start to the day list, which includes my morning routines and a quick review of my most important tasks and calendar events for the day. Once those tasks are completed, I move to my focus for the day list. This is the list of tasks I have decided need to be completed today. They will never be, there will never be more than 10 items on this list and they are all important. Why no more than 10? I hear you ask. Well, that's because realistically I know I will not be able to do more than 10 important tasks per day. These tasks do not include non-essential tasks, would like to do tasks or any new tasks that come in through the day. These are simply the most important tasks for that day. It can be very tempting to fill this list up by telling yourself that everything is important. It's not. There is your core work. Remember the work you are actually paid to do? Your project work that if not done will result in delayed projects and any work that has become urgent. By restricting yourself to allowing no more than 10 items in this list, you give yourself a chance to actually complete it consistently. If you're not completing this list consistently each day, then either you're trying to do too much each day or you're adding too many non-essential tasks in there and you need to go back and look at how you are prioritising your days. The final list is your closing down list. The list for the non-essential tasks and work or the non-urgent stuff that needs doing some time but has no deadline. It's also where you have the most of your daily routines, the routines that just need doing but do not improve your life or move you closer towards your goals. And also in this list is your closing down procedures. This is where you make sure you've replied to your actionable email, planned the next day and processed your inbox. Once all these lists are cleared, close down your computer and go do something for yourself. Spend time with your family, exercise, or just take a walk in nature. If you make sure these lists are functional, kept up to date and done, you will find you have a lot more time for yourself and others and your life will feel so much more in balance. It will not be all work, work, work. You will find you worry less about what you have to do, what has not been done, and whether you have time to prepare yourself for that presentation later in the week. Because you have blocks of time on your calendar to do focused work, you have time each day to manage your communications and you're working proactively, also known as smart working. Then your productivity increases and your stress levels decrease. It's a win-win for everyone and all it takes is consistency and a little discipline. To make this happen, use filters and tags to create three simple lists for the day. The first is your opening list. This is for your morning routines and time for yourself. My list includes make coffee, drink lemon water, do stretches, 10 minutes of journaling and process email. Your second list is for your focused work for the day and this list cannot contain any more than 10 tasks. This is where you will find your most important work for the day. And finally, your closing down list for all your little routine tasks for the day and for planning tomorrow. One thing I would add, if you do find you have to deal with a lot of email messages and phone calls each day, then set aside an hour or so each day for communications. This communication time is for replying to your emails and messages, as well as any phone calls you need to make. A good time for this is late on in the afternoon. If you reply to email early in the day, you're only going to double up the number of emails you will probably need to reply to each day. You get caught up in what's called email ping pong. You reply later in the day, you slow down the pace, and the person you're in an email exchange with is forced to work at your speed and not on theirs. And there you go, Joseph. That's how you develop workflows to make your day run smoother and to make sure you're working on the important things and not being caught up in other people's dramas and non-essential work. I hope that has helped and thank you for your question and thank you to all of you too for listening and please get in touch if you have a question you would like answering. All you need do is email me carl at It just remains for me now to wish you all a very, very productive week.